Grandpa Jim, Motivation Central Station, coming from one of my offices, uh, my pickup truck office. (laughs) Using the pickup truck today to pick up a social work client. Would like to talk a little bit about gratitude. I would like to revisit uh, systemic racism. Um, so I'm going to jump right into it and then I'll talk about one or two things, uh, some greed in our area of Wisconsin. Uh, we'll talk about greed and, uh, part of the seven deadly sins, you know, we'll talk about that. Uh, but anyway, so I would like to talk to you about my client, uh, Mr. D and I have, two clients that are Mr. D's and uh so um but let me just talk about how the morning started out so I went to his residence which is in a very poor side of Milwaukee it is in uh 53206 and he um has schizophrenia he uh has substance abuse issues he has seen um somebody get murdered he has been shot at he has spent time in prison and with all that being said he's one of the nicest loving people i ever met you know because he's older now and people outgrow that crazy behavior but we uh went to a recovery meeting first so i took him out of the city and took him out to the suburbs and uh, we went to a recovery meeting, which went very well. We both had a great time for sure. But I just want to give you um, some things to think about. And this may bring you a sense of gratitude. And so he lives in an area that really flourished at one time. We had all the auto suppliers here. So Detroit is not too far from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. You could put things on a boat and take them across the lake. You could put them on a train and get them over to Detroit, put them on a semi-truck. Most of the car frames went out of here by train, though. So you would see trains leaving the city with these car frames stacked up, and they would supply Ford and Chevrolet over in the uh, Detroit area. And so as time went on, those jobs moved out of Milwaukee. And so the area, if you traveled to this area, this part of the city, you would see just wonderful, beautiful homes because the community really thrived in the 60s, 70s. And part of the 80s, it started to fall apart. Then you had the big um, cocaine, uh, the crack cocaine epidemic hit the area. And so things started to crumble from there. Lack of jobs, lack of opportunity. And so Mr. D lives off of about $1,000 a month. He just had me read a report for him. Um, He can read, but his reading comprehension 
Henshin is a little low, and so uh, we discovered that he will be getting $185 worth of food share. Um, that's what they title the program uh, here in the state of Wisconsin. And so uh, he will be getting that, and then he gets about $1,000, I think it was 800 it was eight hundred and sixty some dollars a month, and they take uh, his rent out of that, and then he gets a weekly check of twenty five dollars. So he asked if I, after the meeting, if I could take him to this bookstore. He likes to go to the bookstore and um, actually get movies there because he's a real movie buff. He basically locks himself into his apartment because of the violent nature of his neighborhood. And he was sharing today at the meeting that he's fearing uh, New Year's Eve coming up because he said last year people are just firing guns off left and right. And he talked about having his girlfriend over at his house. And he said she was the bravest woman on earth because he was laying on the floor and she was still sitting up on the couch saying basically, you know, I don't know what you're so afraid of, but um, he has been severely traumatized and that would explain a lot to me in my world. Um, so, uh, so he was sharing that today and then he wanted to see if I could take him to that bookstore but first we had to run back to his apartment and try to see if this $25 check was there, which it was. And then we went over to a check cashing place that looks basically like if you walked into it, it look, would look like a very fortified bank. So the window glass was about two inches thick a little portal that they could talk out of, and then uh, a little money window they could slide the money under. And so out of his $25 check, I figured out that they took roughly 8% of the check. So they took, um, and it was a government check, so they took $2 uh, from him, which don't mean a lot, but when you only have a check for $25, right? Um, that's a little bit of money, you know, that's a, a little bit for him. So then he decided we were not going to go to the bookstore today. He asked me to take him uh, to a vehicle that parks in a parking lot. And this parking lot, there's a couple of businesses. You could go to your left and enter a grocery store and a bank or you could go to your right and go into a dollar general but the business owners there know everybody's so poor in the community they let this van park in the parking lot and they sell items out of their socks shirts he loves his movies so we went up there to get a, a bootleg movie I don't know what he got today. Usually he'll tell me, but we didn't cross that bridge. And the movie runs about three bucks. And most of the people in that neighborhood don't have cable. They don't have DVRs. So 
they there's still a big trade for uh, CDs and VCR type movies and so uh, we went up there and then I sat in the vehicle while he did his um, business and then you what I was witnessing was a lot of people on foot walking through the parking lot and the first place they go is to that truck before they go to the store because they know they're going to catch a much better deal on you know whatever they're looking for so most will hit that truck first and see if they have xyz product whatever they need and then they will buy it off the truck just because uh, they can save a few bucks you know and it's really nice that those businesses let them do that and so um that was that and then also so a lot of people would say well why isn't he working and so we went down that street as we were traveling to where the movies are and he was saying i used to work here and i used to work there and like i said all the jobs and the businesses went away uh at one time he worked for a doctor's office and but i want to bring up too that he just doesn't sit back and wait on the government money so what he does is he calls it treasure hunting he goes through dumpsters and he finds he goes to the nicer neighborhoods that are a little further away from his neighborhoods now keep in mind that his bus pass has not been working the last six weeks or so keep in mind that his government issued phone uh, broke about six weeks ago so he is reliable because every Saturday I tell him I'm going to pick him up at 9.30 uh, Central Time, our time, and I, he's there waiting for me. And then today he brought in a little Sony camera that he had found, a uh, little camcorder. He's not sure if it works yet uh, because the battery was... The battery's on it, but he didn't have a cord to charge it yet. So he's pretty innovative, and he will be patient. He'll keep looking for cords as the cords come along, and he will, you know, he'll eventually know if that thing works or not works. He finds a lot of flat-screen TVs, and I guess uh, flat screens are so prevalent nowadays that people just throw out working ones. I, By God's grace, my last TV worked for about 10 years here. And I finally broke down, and uh, but this ain't about me. It's about, you know, uh, people, to give you an idea how the struggle is every day for a lot of these folks. So that is what uh, systemic racism is, is that you are beat before you even play the game. There's an interesting documentary on PBS. I wish I could recall the name. But uh, the game starts out as with a couple of people playing Monopoly. And the guy explains, like, um, you want to start playing Monopoly here in the United States of America, but the game's already been played. All the billionaires already have the money and the resources. And so you're just, um, you know, uh, you and I, we're just fooling ourselves delusionally that we can climb the ladder of success. Yes, it happens every once in a great while, right? When... Um, we're talking about like uh, Mark Zuckerberg from uh, Facebook, right? So he creates this app and he's a billionaire. Now we got a bunch of kids that are just trying to become 
billionaires with the next app. And the problem, though, is, is, you know, like the new banking apps. Every time you create one of those new banking apps, you're taking away from jobs from people, right? So every app steals about a whole economy of 300,000 tellers. I don't know what the number is across the United States, but maybe there's a million bank tellers. I don't know. But, you know, so um, I just want to give people a taste of things. So, which leads me into my other talk. Our governor, not governor, our senator, our Republican senator in the state, has turned down um, the last two stimulus packages that um, were being offered. Now, people in this community where I was this morning, they need that money, right? And then I actually did a Reddit post about the same topic on the state of Wisconsin uh, website on Webit, on Reddit. <laughs> Webit. <laughs> Webit, Webit. <laughs> uh, on Reddit, you know. So I did this, uh, you know, I put the link on there. So if you go to Wisconsin Reddit, you'll find the uh, link. And uh, I use Jam and Jimmy J on Reddit. So if you want to look up, you know, the post on there, you should be able to find it. But it talks about our Senator Ron Johnson, you know, turning it down. And it's all about paying back. And that was one of the comments on the Reddit right away is, oh, it's about keeping the deficit down. We ain't ever paying that deficit off. We are not. And if you are wasting your time thinking about that and you're an average citizen and you're not a billionaire, you know, you need not worry about that in your lifetime. You need to worry about surviving, getting yourself through this life, hopefully leaving your your children, your grandchildren, uh, you know, at least those are my goals is to hopefully leave them a little something behind, Um, you know, whether that's wisdom, you know, whether that's um, through the podcast of leaving them some, you know, enthusiasm, something to pump them up. And hopefully, you know, you're, you're getting that from me when you tune into these podcasts, because I want to see you thrive. I want to see you prosper. I want to see you obtain, achieve. And so, um, so, but, uh, so the first comment was about, you know, we got to keep the, the, uh, keep the deficit down. No, we don't, you know, it's not ever coming down. We need to get through and get people Christmas money. That's what we need. Senator Ron Johnson, not everybody's a million, multimillionaire like you. They need a check. They need to put some food on the table. They need mittens for their children, you know. And so um, so I wanted to talk to that. And then I wanted to bring up greed, too. So, um, you know... We all need money in that, but, you know, we shouldn't live for money. So there's a dentist in our area, a place called Jackson, Wisconsin, which is about 45 minutes outside of the Milwaukee area. So he has a dental practice. And so what he decides to do is he learned that he could get these crowns put on people's um, teeth and he could make quite a bit of profit on that. So he decides he's just going to start. <coughs> Excuse me. 
he decides he's just going to start um, ruining people's teeth. He's going to take the file and the drill and just ruin them first and then say, oh, you need these things later. So, you know, if you need money so bad that you are, you know, ruining people's teeth and making the money, you know, once you just feel... You know, you want to be a good person. You have to find virtue first. You have to, you know, it always comes up to you. You can think whatever you want about, um, you can think whatever you want about, um, well, I see here my, I'm pulling into my place and I see my daughter-in-law's father is visiting her and she didn't know him real well when he was, she was younger, so... Uh, they're living next door to me now, and I'm really grateful that uh, he's over there because I know that really cheers her up. And uh, he's uh, trying to be a good grandfather, and that's just awesome, awesome sauce. And so anyway, um, I just uh, wanted to come on here today to talk about we should have gratitude if you're, uh, you know, you're fortunate enough to be working and you have a job to go to, which I know Mr. D would go to that job if he had it. He's not offered any jobs, you know, so he gets his check from the government and he hustles, you know, and so there's this whole other world in life too. And I think the majority of us never see this part of the story. And I thought, you know, um, to bring you to that place a little bit, you know, and so um, I'm sure I'll revisit this in the future, but I think, you know, just, you know, I'm going to be grateful today. I'm going to get to be home with my wife, watch some football games, um, you know, I, I am employed and I'm working and so just a lot to be grateful for, you know, and so um, just wanted to come on here today. Um, is there any chance you can go help somebody and reach out to them and and see if they need? Because um, he always says, oh, I thank you so much for picking me up and helping me out. I'm like, no, thank you for being there, you know. Uh, good friend, good heart. And um, I'm glad I can, uh, you know, at least uh, for the little bit of time I get to see him each week, um, help him out in some way or some fashion. So love you all. Don't know you, but I know you uh, for anybody that's struggling. Uh, you know, nobody's immune to it. Just know you're not alone. There's lots of resources too if you're struggling. You know, there's a lot of hotlines in uh, the state of Wisconsin. We have something called 211 that people can call and it will answer any type of questions they have about unemployment to benefits for food stamps to shelters to I'm sure each city has something like that I think um, it'd be great that that's one tool you could acquire to help somebody is just learn you know do you have a number assistance number like that um, and in our state it's it's 211 maybe you have some the equivalent of that you see somebody begging for change or whatever, you know, you, you that's a resource that you could give them and say, hey, listen, you know, there might be some benefit to you calling this number here, you know. So other than that, I'm going to let you guys go today. 
you have a wonderful, prosperous day. And uh, just know that uh, life is short and really try to enjoy it. And uh, if you feel uh, you have nothing else to give, remember you always got that warm, loving smile and have a wonderful one.